You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Danielle McCart. And me, Barbara Ann Wiles. <laughs> and I'm like half asleep, but that's okay. We're recording remotely and if you saw me, Barb, right now, you would have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, I just had my eyebrows microbladed. I had a retouch every two years and so I look quite frightening myself. So I'm glad that we're I'm glad that we're doing this remotely and we're not having to see each other. Although I can't imagine you aren't anything but a feast for my eyes. So oh. Please, please. You, you, you can imagine the worst, and it's probably <laughs> worse than that. <laughs> but uh, anyways, well, happy holidays, everybody. But today, yes, we, happy, happy. we decided that we are, instead of doing a regular show, we have decided to do a best of all of our shows from 2021. We have picked our favorite ones, our highlights. Right, Barb? Yes, we have. And we're very excited to uh, share them with you. And if, if it's someone who is just new to the show, it's a, a really good way to get a little bite of uh, what we're all about. But Honest AF show had a great 2021. And despite what's going on in the world and with COVID and everything, we're really happy to bring this best of 2021 to you. Yes. So enjoy. And we'll yes. be back next year. Yep. Today, we are so excited because we have a very special guest all the way from the UK. We have Tracy Cox, who is an author of a book called Great Sex Starts at 50 and a sex expert. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to be speaking to you, even though it's really early to be talking about sex. Although, according to you, morning is a, a good time for sex. Anytime's a good time for sex. <laughs> so Barb is going to uh, start our little chat. You know, it's so funny. Daniela had heard you on Caroline Stansbury's podcast, and yeah. she said, let's see if we can get her as a guest. And I thought, oh, this is so up my alley. And I downloaded your book yesterday because I know your book, which is Great Sex Begins at 50. Mm. Um, I downloaded your book through Google yesterday because um, it just launched in the US, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's been out in the UK for a while now. But um, yeah, it's just, um, it was on February 2, so only a couple of days ago. Right. So I did order some hard copy that are getting sent to me through Barnes and Noble, but I have to say that I've basically read the entire book in a you know in quite a few hours last night, oh, and it's it's so amazing. And thank you for writing this book because there is nothing out there that addresses these important issues because 
Danielle and I, part of the reason we do this podcast is because of, um, you know, trying to battle aging mentally, physically, sexually after 50. And I found there aren't many places to go for this information. And um, thank you for for doing this because it's, it's your 17th book and you've, you, you're an expert, but wow. I mean, there were so many things in there that I didn't know. And maybe you want to talk about why you feel like you needed to write the book. Yeah. It's really interesting because I was thinking then what you're saying about women, um, not that, not that, you know, oh, hang on, start again, that there's not that much out there for women over 50. What there is, is there's tons, all of a sudden there's tons and tons of menopause stuff but not very much of anything else other than that, which is kind of interesting that everybody's just now focusing on that. It used to be that we didn't talk about the menopause. Now we talk about nothing else but the menopause. <laughs> and I, as you said, I've written six, well, I'd written 16 books at that point. And also I was a bit like publishers always want general sex books. And I was a little bit like, God, what else? How many times can you describe how to give oral sex or a hand job or something? I mean, I really can't do that again. And then I turned 50, actually, it was a bit before 50. And suddenly it was like, oh my God, I do have lots to say because my sex drive pre 50 and, and post 50 is completely different. And it really is a very, very different type of sex that you're going to have post 50. And I thought, well, hell, you know, I honestly thought I was going to be immune to it because I thought I've written all these books. I've got a high sex drive. I'm going to be fine. And I wasn't fine. And I thought, well, God, if I'm struggling, then lots of other people will be as well. And I wanted it to be a really positive book, but like my other books, very practical, um, very, you know, with, you know, to reassure and entertain a little bit and also um, just to have lots of practical stuff that you could go oh, yeah that's right she said to do that I can go back in and have a look at this. We have a guest today and her name is Danielle Victoria. Welcome to our show Danielle. Hi ladies thank you so much for having me. We're so happy to have you it took us a few minutes to connect but we we are all together now so it's all great. Technical difficulties. We've been having technical difficulties our whole life, but that's okay. That's another right. subject. Technically, it's Mercury retrograde, so we really can't be held responsible. But we're usually more professional. I, I promise you, Danielle. No problem. Well, I don't know. You're more professional, not me. Yes, you are very professional. We were envious of how professional and how well you have it together. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you guys to say. Yeah, we love your Instagram. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you guys are just berating me with compliments right now. I feel so grateful. Thank you. So we're so excited to speak to you because um, as we have been ghosting your Instagram, because we wanted to get to know you a little bit, I find it so interesting and it's so amazing how you have been able to become a content creator. How did you, I mean, first of all, Tell us a little bit about yourselves. I mean, we, we know that you are a model and that you are a beauty influencer and a content creator. And how did you come about all of these things that you do? So when I was 14, I lived in a town called Redding, California, up in NorCal. It's like right below the Oregon border. And 
I went to a scouting event for modeling and I signed to my first modeling agency when I was 14 and the closest modeling agency was out of San Francisco. So my mom, bless her heart, drove me like four hours every time I had a casting, a job, a commercial. She drove four hours to San Francisco to take me to go do all that stuff. So basically I had been modeling out of Reading until I turned 18. And then my modeling agency was like, girl, what are you doing? You need to move to LA. This is ridiculous. You cannot be driving just to San Francisco. And like the San Francisco modeling market is very commercial and just, there's not a lot of opportunities. So basically they were like, get your butt to LA. And so at, fresh out of high school, 18, moved to LA by myself, got signed to Wilhelmina in LA and started my modeling career there. And that's actually how I met my boyfriend was I was uh, in their music video, did that. And then basically the industry really shifted in 2014 and all these brands started putting all of their marketing budget into online marketing. So the, like, that was the birth of the influencer, the YouTuber, the Viner, the, you know what I mean? It's like, that's when that kind of took off. And so the career just kind of shifted naturally because I had picked up an audience through my modeling and it just kind of happened organically. And then now it's just, it's, it's crazy to see the, like to watch the shift happen. And now 99% of my job opportunities are in that space and not the modeling space. And so that's, that's kind of how I got where we're at. That's really cool. It's so funny because you met your boyfriend who we can, we can mention his name and, and the band that he's in, right? Yes, absolutely. He's a singer, right? In Pierce the Veil? Yes. Okay. And so you met him like the old fashioned way in the music industry anyway. <laughs> so the old fashioned way is all the models always met the musicians on like a video shoot. It's so funny. I know. I feel I, I'm so happy that we did meet that way because it's such a fun story to tell people. And, you know, we want to have kids totally. someday and it would be so fun to like have documentation of the day we met. And we have like a behind the scenes video um, of shooting that day. And there's just so much documentation. And it's like you said, it's just such like a rock and roll love story. I love it. Totally. It's so funny. It's like the classic rock and roll story of a musician with a model and you met uh, while you were shooting a video. It kind of reminds me of the Parlina Parstova. Yeah, with Rico Kasich. Yeah. Yes. She probably doesn't even know who they are. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the same age as our, our, our daughters. Oh my God, it's gracing us. Careful, there's Sheena's right there. Hello. Gilby. Attach it. <laughs> yes, we needed that sound bite. <laughs> Hold on, wait for it to die down. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Five really? minutes long. Hold on. <laughs> Gilby brings his own applause. Yes, Gilby. Thank you for the applause. That um you well deserved, mister. I was just saying I didn't think I was gonna get you. You're a tough guest to have. I'm a busy man. Oh my God, he's got Sheena on his lap. Sheena does not let Gilby go for a second. She's so obsessed with him. Aww, the other so day we sweet. saw her lose her temper with Croc because Gilby was giving Croc attention and she got mad at, 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 at Croc and like tried to beat him up all little... Well, she's getting to be a there. teenager. She's at the yeah, teenager yeah, exactly. age, so she's like going to vibe for uh, her crush's attention. I guess, my God. Gilby's going to get a bunch of free time because I'm going to be going to Italy for a week, so you're going to have a week of a rager over here, right? Yeah, I'm going on a motorcycle ride. 
ride uh, that weekend with uh, Chris Kilmore. Yeah, what a uh, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real shocker. You're going to go on a motorcycle ride while I'm out while I'm Who knows? I may take Sheena with me, right? Sheena! We you need a little helmet for her, for some, her. like oh, goggles so or super <laughs> cute or something. I just ordered uh, life jackets for my dogs because I can't keep a couple of them out of the pool. Oh, You're kidding. Really? Yeah, little life pug, jackets? The pug loves the pool. It's so funny. The life jackets have handles on the top. Oh, yeah, so yeah, exactly. I've seen those. Dog it's like that a is so book, freaking but cute. But it's for dogs. Oh my god, that's really cute. So Gilby, tell us what you're up to. What am I up to? Well, you're busy. Yeah, yeah, I have been busy. Uh, well, I just played my first three shows recently. You know, we did uh, we did a couple shows with my solo band out in St. Louis, which was you know basically our first shows back. Right. And uh, and it was good. It was a reduced capacity. Um, it was like a thousand seater that they put 200 people in. And stuff, okay. But it was good. We had a good turnout. I mean, you know, the only weird thing is, you know, promoters, you know, they're trying to, you know, squeeze, you know, yeah, like, you know, they had, apparently they had sold VIP tickets that in our contract, we, you know, you're not allowed to, you know, right. at this point. And they did it anyway. And then you got 12 people staring at you going, you know. Um, I paid extra to take a picture with you, and I can't. Right. <laughs> you know, so it was it was really awkward. But uh, but for the most part, the show was great. The show was really really good. Um, you know, people are definitely excited about having live music. And then we just uh, I don't know if Daniela told you, but we went out oh, yeah. to Albuquerque and uh, we did a show with Kings of Chaos, and it was good. Same yeah, thing. We had a good turnout. It was outdoors. Um, you know, at this point, it was I think it was like the day that kind of everything opened up. So, you know, really nobody was wearing masks or anything like that. But it was good. It was good. It's good to be out there and, you know, play live. Um, Don't really have any other shows for a while now because, as you know, stringing the dates together is is really hard. It is. You know, it's really, really hard. You know, especially in America because we're, (laughs) like, the only place open, really. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's each state is like its own country. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're you're absolutely 50 right. Different yeah. laws, yeah. and you know. Yeah, and we hardly ever play in the U.S. anyway. <laughs> you oh, know. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, most of my business is international. You know, so it, True, like I said, we're we're not, not looking at you know really any real shows till next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're doing you're doing um, a live stream for Ronnie James Dio, right? That's coming yeah, up. yeah, that's coming up. Oh. Yeah. Well, we actually did uh, like right when my record came out, we did a live streaming event. Uh, for a company called Sessions, and it's in the can. It's just not out yet. We, you know, we haven't picked a release date. Right. You know, so we're we're waiting on that. But yeah, there's uh, the Ronnie James Dio Foundation because they, uh, you know, they've done the ride for Ronnie. They do the bowling thing, and they're you know they don't have a lot of options, so they're going to do a live streaming event. And they have a lot of people involved right now and stuff. So it's just getting bigger and bigger. It, it is, yeah. Year. Like every day, yeah. like I was part of the original group that signed up, and now they have like Rob Halford and uh, a bunch of really great people. That's that's Awesome. So we yeah, we we already did it. We actually did it live last week. Went in and cut the track, and uh, it was good. Really? So yeah. you have a new record out. You should tell yes. everybody about your new record. <laughs> oh boy! The soundtrack of my life for the past <laughs> two and a half years. Yeah. I feel like I dream in those songs. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is it's so. For me, it's so funny to be talking about a new record that's been done for two years. I hear you. you yeah, know? I know. It's been done it's a really, long time. It's really a tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's, I mean, it's so difficult right now. Just putting out. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's getting better, but it got to the point where we held it back, be, you know, because of the pandemic, and then we just we just had to put it out, and uh, and you know, just deal with the situation that right. we have right now and stuff. But um, I mean, no matter what, I'm happy with the record. So Lisa just had a birthday, and we we got you cupcakes. Oh, what? Those are for me. Those are for oh, you. The dog have, was eating those. We have, well, you know, you have a little dog <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are for me? Yeah. We have. Oh my God, from Susie Cakes. It's my favorite place in the whole world. Napkins and candles. Oh. I see he went in here. So you well, anyway, that's my favorite one right there. Okay, well then that's yours. Can I have that one? Yeah, you can have ah. you can have you want. I wish all of you out there. Like oh, here, take this away because I don't want this to get dirty. It's already dirty. Ah, Daniela's calendar for those of you who tuned in last week. We're having yeah, a little bum, bum. studio birthday. Oh, studio birthday for Lisa. She's oh, look! Oh, there's cupcake. the candles. Uh huh. Yeah, we <laughs> have to. For you we have everything. to. You have to make a wish. Okay. Oh my gosh, Barb! I have to tell you a story. Yes. I think I told you this, but Lisa hasn't heard this. Lisa needs to hear this. Mm. So Uh-oh. I have been getting, I've been getting all these like skin tags. Sun, sun. Or okay. whatever. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Don't <laughs> jump the gun, everybody. Don't jump the gun. You have to put up with my long-winded story. So I've been getting all these skin tags, and I thought, damn it. You know, is this another one of those freaking age things? Like, am I just going to, like, become one giant skin tag? I'm just, like, getting... I am. I'm, I am. But totally. I'm getting them all, like, all over my neck, and I was like, what the hell? This sucks. So Barb recommended a dermatologist for me to go to that's nearby, and yeah, and I, I went to the dermatologist and I walked in and I said, you know, I have all these skin tags. I want them off. And this has just started happening. So I'm assuming this is an age thing. Like right. I've hit that mark <laughs> where the wheels are starting to fall off the bus and I'm getting skin tags everywhere. I think everybody needs to know that you're saying this while you, right next to you is this calendar of yeah, you. right? That is... I mean, that is not an age thing. Yeah, and that by is, the way, uh, but go ahead. I don't mean Gilby ain't it. noticing your skin day. <laughs> <laughs> he might. No, or is there anybody else? No, actually, Gilby doesn't notice that. But <laughs> Gilby, I swear, it's the funniest thing. But Gilby, I was talking to his brother about this last night. We went to Bob's Big Boy last night, right? Mm-hmm. I, I digress. Oh, my favorite. Mm-hmm. We went to Bob's Big Boy last night because every Friday night they have their uh, classic car night. Yeah. So we went there and we were talking to. Um, I was talking to his brother because he met up with us there. The guys all rode their bikes. And um, I was talking to his brother about how Gilby always orders the same meal everywhere he goes. He orders the same food. He watches the same movie over and over again, the same shows on TV over and over again. He will watch the same movie like 400 times. I don't understand. And he'll laugh at the same part every time. Like he's seen it for the first time in his life. And that's cute. I, and I came to the conclusion. I said to his brother, I go, I think that's why we've been married so long. Oh, right. He's just a creature of habit. He doesn't like change. You're like and an old movie, Daniela. I'm like a rerun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a rerun of his favorite TV show. He hasn't turned the channel in over 30 years. <laughs> so, oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so, okay, back to our story. So I went to the dermatologist and I said, is this an age thing? What the hell is going on? Why do I have skin tags? And she said, well, usually what happens is you get skin tags. Sometimes a lot of people find them in like folds, like under their arms, under their Mm -hmm. boobs, like, you know, in their like groin area because of friction. Maybe some people when they're overweight have a lot of, you know, extra skin rubbing up against the other skin and you can get skin tags. Oh, I didn't know that. And sometimes it, it can be a little bit of an age thing too. However, in your case, I can tell you what it is. And I was like, what's that? And she goes, do you sleep with all those necklaces on? Oh, really? Yes. 
So she did not tell me this story. I didn't tell you this. So she's like, yeah, you wear a lot of necklaces and you're telling me that you're getting them all on your neck. Wow. And it's how long have you been wearing all these necklaces? And I said, well, I just kind of started piling them on. A few months ago, I started piling them on thinking I was mm-hmm. cute as hell with them all on. You and are I figured, cute as hell. And I figured, you know, if I pile on the necklaces, I can be like those women in those tribes <laughs> where no one will see my loose neck skin. <laughs> we have a very special guest today, and her name is Caroline Stanberry. Hi, Caroline. Hi, everyone. How are you? Good oh, morning. we are good. We, it's early for us here. I know you're in Dubai. What time is it there? It's 9 p.m. for me. So, um, yeah, I'm on my way to bed. So you're my last thing I'm going to do. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> we might be even make a visit in your dreams or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be rude. don't know you well enough yet. <laughs> you know, I think we actually have... Um, we probably have some common friends. You're friends with uh, Mishkan, right? Yeah. Oh, I love her. I do too. I know she's awesome. So my, it's kind of a funny story. My husband, Gilby, he did a show called Rockstar Supernova, which was a show on NBC with Tommy Lee from uh, Motley Crue, my husband, Jason Newstead from Metallica, and they were looking for their uh new lead singer for a band that they were going to start. And Mishkan was the um, makeup artist on it. And that's how I met her because uh, Tommy and all the guys were all drooling over her every day and talking about how hot she was. So I had to keep my eyeball on her. But um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, she is hot. And then, you know, at that time, of course, she was engaged to um, uh, Simon Simon Powell. Yeah. From American Idol. So small world she's amazing yeah Yeah. always six degrees of separation and then of course she just had her babies not too long ago and so you're living in Dubai I um was so obsessed with uh ladies of London you were on a show called ladies of London which I absolutely loved it was such a fun show everybody it's got such a great fan following still today actually and it's just so nice to hear so I think everyone fell in love with that show it was so good. It was so much fun. Yeah, that's how I'm aware of you as well. This is Barbara Ann, Caroline. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> it was so fun because here, you know, we watched, I watched obviously the uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills and, I, and uh, Housewives of Orange County and what have you. But it was so fun to see like all the hangs and the fun places that you guys went to in London. That was just such a fun show. Do you think it's going to come back at, at any time? Oh, you know, um, well, we have you know, we really did have diehard fans, and we still do. It's 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 amazing because, you know, I think that the shame is, and I'm probably responsible, so I don't really know why I'm saying the shame. But when I left, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. look, if you haven't done reality TV, it's quite hard. But um, the shame is, we we didn't really, we hadn't, we just got going really mm-hmm. looking yeah. back now. And I think people, you know, as it was quite hard to sort of get permission to film in all the beautiful places in London and be taken seriously. And then when the show became more and more of a sort of, you know, popular, I guess more places would have opened up to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, London is not like America where I think you guys have reality shows going on on every second street corner. Right. Um, we never had anything like that. And it was considered, you know, 
just not the thing to be done. And then I think when we changed it and people actually saw it come out, they were like, okay, it's not that bad. And actually it's quite fun and it showcases London. So I think we would have got even more beautiful places to go. Do I think it will come back? I mean, it's very hard. We've all dispersed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never going to say never because there's, you know, we're definitely, there's definitely talks of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? We got Skatey tonight. I am so excited about that. I'm so excited. I think this might be like the last of like the warm outdoors. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad we're skating outdoors tonight. Yeah. It'll be fun. I I think that it's going to start. I was looking at the weather and it looks like it's going to start getting cold. Yeah. I mean, for us. Is, is tonight, is the skating thing, are we supposed to dress up for Halloween? Is it like a Halloween theme oh, thing? I don't think so tonight. The flyer looked like it was kind of Halloween-ish. Oh, maybe. So I, I don't know. know. It's Dodgers playoffs. I'm in my lucky Dodger shirt yes, for, my, for my yes, Ray Ray. So, um... Sabbath has got his on and I have mine on and we're uh, we're ready to roll. Gilby and I were saying that you've got to be one of the best white witches out there because <laughs> you lit candles and the Dodgers won. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so the game when they won the um, when they won the wild card game that was like I said to my daughter cuz she is the hugest Dodgers fan ever. Yes, she is. And I said to her honestly that game felt like the World Series. Like yeah. that was like yeah. Um, the other one the other night Wednesday night was so stressful I mean yeah Thursday night Thursday night yeah because today's Saturday it was so stressful and we won in the in the uh ninth inning yeah but oh my god I was like sweating through that game I was like please let them you know right yeah it's pretty stressful I went to because Gilby was out of town doing a, a show Gilby just got back today he was in Cleveland doing a show his hometown and so he was out of town. So Frankie and I went to the local pub down the street here. Oh my God, so And watched fun. the game over there Did with you? everybody. And so when I was texting you, I was actually in the at pub. Pu- oh, how fun. <laughs> yeah, and the whole place was erupting. Everybody was going crazy. It was so fun. That's always the best. Yeah, it was really fun. It was so funny. That game and the wild card game, my daughter couldn't even watch. I was actually texting her what was going on because she can't bear to watch when it's like right. that stressful. She said to me on my way here to She's like, I'm actually watching the game today because it's not really a lot of pressure. It's the yeah. first of, you yeah. know, best of five. So. Right, right. So go Dodgers. Anyway. Yeah. So it's fun. But um, yeah, so let's see what's been going on. Oh, my gosh. We've been so busy. We just got back from... <sighs> See, what did we do? We went to Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we I went to Vegas. It forever, it feels like. I know. Well, because that the weekend before I went for our 30 year anniversary trip. Right. Right to uh, Big Sur and uh, Monterey. Monterey and Carmel. Yep. And uh, that was really fun. It was really beautiful. We rode the motorcycle out oh. there. I, you know, I had never been along the California coast like that, like right. a, along Big Sur, Monterey, all that. I it, have, but in the dark, like y- at night. Well, it is unbelievably beautiful. It is so spectacular because it's all these cliffs with this unobstructed mm-hmm. view of the ocean Amazing. and rocks and just unbelievably gorgeous I, I i just couldn't get over how pretty it was and we got really lucky because normally all those north facing beaches are really cold yeah. and kind of um foggy very much and 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 really cold and so i was worried about it because we were on the motorcycle but we got really lucky it was beautiful it was warm and it was clear and we got to see these amazing sunsets 
Today we have another one of my bevy of beauties. I mean, come on now, Daniela. <laughs> this is really, it's unbelievable. It's Every ridiculous. single person she has introduced me to and that you brought onto the show, like each person is more gorgeous than the next, which, hey, I, I'm, I'm just as into the <laughs> eye candy them. as well. But so it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm it's a like, collector. <laughs> you can't be Daniela's friend unless you're good looking. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I poached her. Uh, this is uh, Ryan Starr is our guest today. She yes. came to hang out with us. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, girls. So Ryan, I actually, I met through a mutual friend of ours, our friend Sarah, that you've heard me talk about, the polo player. Yes. Um, the one that takes us all on ridiculous vacations and fun adventures all the time. And uh, I met Ryan. She is friends with Sarah. We met at, I think the first time we met was at that dinner at the yeah, polo the lounge where that Beverly girl was Hills throwing us dirty looks and making mean comments. Was Joyce. that the first? Yeah, I remember that. Wait, I think was that, that the was the first? Time. I think that was the second time we went there. That was crazy. I was like, "You are giving dirty looks to the wrong table." Wrong <laughs> I table. Was like, what was she These thinking? These girls will beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I know. I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah, we're like sitting there, like a table of, I think, what six girls or something, yeah. and we all look like gangster rock stars over right. there, like the sexiest <laughs> table yourself. that ever walked into the Beverly Hills <laughs> yeah. Hotel. And this girl's like, what'd she say? Like, shut up or something to her uh, table? No, she was like, check, please, to the, go get them their check to the waiter. Yeah, I remember I could, she was like was trying like, to get us to Joyce leave. Joyce is going to throw wow. her potatoes on yeah. the table. <laughs> I know. I'm actually surprised at how uh, calm Joyce handled that because yeah. I was starting to get really upset. Yeah. So yeah, so I met Ryan through Sarah. I don't know. We just kind of clicked. I think it was her comment of saying that I look like a homeless rock star. Maybe oh that was God, it. Oh my God. I can't believe you brought that up. That is so funny. <laughs> no, I How meant that it. No, that's not what I said. Um, you know that, that what like, said. No, I will explain again. It was a total compliment. Oh my God, I'm blushing. It was a total compliment. Um, you know like Kate Moss, how she has that kind of heroin chic look? Absolutely. That's what I meant. She, every time I see Danielle, she's so intensely sexy like effortless though she's always got like some like amazing outfit on me and sarah talk about you all the time and how you dress and how hot you are and so she walked up and she had her glasses on kind of low on her face like a total rock star and then her hair was all in her face halfway you know and she just looked like she just like had done a bunch of heroin but like she's like the sexiest thing you've ever seen and she's the most straight-edged human i know i know right. you I'm very straight edge actually but you just so look funny. like such like like that heroin chic look you know mm. i don't know and it's just how you look every single time i see you it's so effortless and Right. That's true. I, 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 would, I would actually agree with that. 100%. Okay. It was okay. a total Not compliment. But, but Not the heroin it, it was a compliment. Thing, but the homeless <laughs> rock star kind of thing. I, it was fine. It kind of endeared me to you. Anyway, I thought it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was like, damn, the balls on this chick. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Our kind of girl. Uh, yeah, exactly. So for those of you who don't know who Ryan is, if you are an American Idol fan, then you might know, because I remember you from your first season. You did the very first season of American Idol, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When it was like first one, was it Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell, and Randy, Randy Jackson? Randy Jackson. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, Ryan Seacrest, and we even had that other host that right. got right. sent away the there second were the two year. Guys. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so I was part of the top ten of the first season. I was like in there with Kelly Clarkson. We shared how a crazy bunk on the tour is that? The whole nine. So wait, yeah, so how old nuts. were you at that time? Um, I was 18 when we were filming, and I turned 19 on the tour. 
Oh so God. yeah, I had like a birthday cake smashed in my face on oh tour in front God. of 20,000 people. <laughs> and we have Joyce Benelli here. Welcome, Joyce. Joycey Thank Joyce. You. Joycey Joyce, who's taking already risque shit behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> I always am good at getting everyone naked. Yes, you are. You're like, you're, you, you're like a, a female version of Hugh Hefner. You know what? Oh, yes, I love, Ooh, that's I love good. That. That's, a, that's a great analogy. <laughs> well, I learned from him, right? I learned from the best. You learned from the best. So we're sitting outside today by our pool in case you hear any kind of uh, background noise or dogs barking or people shouting at us. But we're sitting by the pool today because Gilby's in the studio. He's got a bunch of the guys here. Um, they're rehearsing because we're getting ready to go to New Mexico because Gilby's doing a show with his band, that uh, Kings of Chaos band. So he's got a bunch of the guys here today. He's got uh, James Lomenzo, who played bass in um, Megadeth. And uh, what was it? White Lion? And what else? He played with Zach. And then he's got Warren Martini here, who was in God, What's Wrong With Me, Rat. Jesus, <laughs> I'm losing it. He was in Rat. And then we have the most amazing drummer, uh, Kenny Aronoff, too. So you'll be hearing all kinds of background noise. So maybe we'll, you know, Joyce will take you back there and introduce you to the guys and give them like a thrill for the day. <laughs> I think the old boys oh, will get a real hi. kick out of Joycey Joyce. <laughs> hi. Oh I won't gosh. sell you as a mermaid this time. Oh, yeah, please don't do that. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God, it was such a funny story. So Joyce and I were on like this freaking mega yacht in um, the Mediterranean yeah, in yeah, Greece. Yeah, I know all about it. It was amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was sick. It was so I amazing. I live vicariously through your stories on Instagram. <laughs> um, but the funny thing was that every day, we were on this yacht for like a week. Yeah. And An every day, week. Joyce would wake up in a new getup. She, it was like you couldn't wait to get up and go to breakfast to see what Joyce would come walking in as. <laughs> um, she had every day something really uh, sexy and exciting. One day she would dress up like a sexy captain with like, you know, a little top with major underboob hanging out. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I know you're not. You're fun. And oh, it's my fun. God. You know, it's only one life. You got to have a good time. The world's too serious. And, you um, need to share. You have all these like gifts. You need to share them with everybody. Yeah, I just like to freak everyone out. Like I'd come with like some sort of like lingerie. Yes. And I change my outfit probably 19 times a day as well. And everyone's like, where did this outfit change? Like, it's like I had a quick change. <laughs> you could be a quick change artist. Oh, and you left outfits for all of us on our beds. She left us all like these little black, like latex bodysuits, like strapless bodysuits and like devil horns or I don't even know. It was crazy. She wanted us all to dress up like her but mm. for our friend's birthday and then no one was having it. I'm no, like, because no one's filled out, can fill out that outfit like you can, Joyce. <laughs> I don't think I'm the only one. We're on, I mean, everyone on the yacht. Hot, hot, hot. Yes, hot, absolutely. Yeah, Joyce is um, a whole other level of hotness. So anyway, one day she was dressed up like a mermaid so it was mine and Gilby's anniversary so I made a little video for Gilby and said that I got him a mermaid from Greece for his anniversary. And I was like, psych, no, you're still stuck with me. But, um, oh my God. To this it day, was just that so is ridiculous. Zach's favorite story ever. He can't even get past it with you. We were at one of one of Gilby's birthdays and Daniela brings him out the cake and she, he's ready to blow out the candles and he blows out the candles and she looked at him and she goes, I'm still here. And Zach was like, oh my God, Zach thinks it's the greatest thing ever. I'm like, 
he is so you guys are like two peas in a pod oh, yes. yeah he blew out his candles we all know what his wish was but i was like hey, <laughs> no nope, like, nope, sorry here. i'm still here <laughs> <laughs> we've actually been sitting here catching up with phil our engineer and <laughs> And, and talking ourselves out of this podcast. <laughs> Any other podcasters, does that happen to you? We, we usually don't have that happen to us. Yeah, but. usually we're like, let's not talk until we uh, start a podcast so that we don't miss any stories. But we haven't seen each other in a while. So. We put the dogs to sleep. Yeah, I mean, seriously, the dogs are passed out cold. They've had enough. They're like, are you guys still going to still talk? Aren't you done? But anyways, hey, what have you been up to? What's oh cooking? Oh my Good goodness. God, what have I been up to? What haven't we been up to? We've been so oh busy. God. It's been insane. I mean, for the most part, it's been all fun. A lot of fun and games, but oh my God, it's exhausting. Yeah, um, it's been exhausting. But some of it's been fun. Some of it has not been that much fun. Like we had, oh, one of our friends passed away, which was absolutely horrible, uh -huh. unexpected. Nobody even knows why. It's just, that was absolutely horrible. Especially during, you know, these times where you can't like, I know everything is so discombobulated. Oh, you've been out of town. Yeah, I was in Atlanta. We shot a bunch of videos, which I could actually talk about now because one of them was released yesterday. So oh my that God, was a lot so of fun. Funny. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. And someone actually commented on, on Zach's Instagram and said, oh my goodness, another funny video. You know, like they're great and all, but I hope the next one's not funny. I miss the old Zach that was more serious and I was laughing so hard because I'm like, the next <laughs> one's, the next one is a million times funnier than this one. So. And they must not know Zach very well. I don't I understand. Mean, I know. The man is a comedian. Uh, he thinks he's a comedian. <laughs> but um, you know what? I, in, in a way, I mean, there's nothing better than comedy. And, and there's right now, nothing worse me? Yes. than musicians or artists that take themselves too seriously. Right. I mean, that's usually the source of his comedy. Yeah. He's like, he gets, he, that's the inspiration, you know? Right, exactly. But uh, yeah, so we did that. And that was really fabulous. Zach has this extraordinarily talented another mr blasco find i have to give it to blasco because he has brought the most amazing humans into our life justin reek this guy um you've met him before he does all of the videos for us for years now he does a lot of the photography and he's just so talented and he moved to atlanta so we went there it was easier to bring our little right. entourage there and we had the best time and it was just so yeah, good you guys and like knocked out all those videos he shot there. three videos in four days uh, and a photo shoot in four days and one is funnier than the next it was so good <laughs> yeah so and that was that was really awesome and i was then, so excited that you guys finally released them and posted them because i've been like I'm just dying to oh, like keep watching I mean, they're so funny yeah it's really good we've i mean zach of course was you know making himself laugh hysterically i'd, li I'd listen <laughs> to him in the garage cracking up and i'm like what he's like i just had another idea for the i gotta call justin we've got like you know because zach really does storyboard them all himself i mean he yeah no I, I mean, oh yeah no that's fresh from the mind of zach yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the Justin, I think everybody else can come I up mean, with Justin that. Justin definitely adds to the the mix, and he definitely embellishes Zach, and is like, "Oh, Zach, I don't know if we can do that." Or Zach, I got this great idea; it would go great with what you have going on. So, I mean, definitely, it's a collaboration. Yeah. But Zach, like you know, yeah, he wakes up in the middle. He wakes up in the middle. Sometimes I wonder if it's Zach is the mastermind or if it's Sabbath. Oh God, the two of them together. Yeah. I mean, they're just something else. Yeah. Yeah. They're. They, they might be the next, what is it? Sanford and Son. 
<laughs> oh my god that is very well my husband is definitely like fred sanford there's uh, no doubt about it with his collecting of junk yeah, yeah, I, yeah I could see yeah, sabbath partaking yeah, yeah, although right? he does tell zach he's a hoarder my very dear friend mine and gilby's very dear friend ricky rockman welcome and ricky's got his bitch or she's got his no bitch. no 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 yeah. just preface that okay preface that you said Leah. you said leah vendetta yeah leah vendetta amazing amazing freaking uh tattoo artist that i'm dying to get a tattoo from but she never brings her fucking tools with her when she comes out to visit because they live in north carolina but hi, welcome. <laughs> Thank hello, you. hello. Okay, just Thank to you. just to start. Yes. Before we went on the air, you said, "How should I? How should I describe Leah?" And I said, "Yeah, my bitch. I wasn't sure if you I guys said, are my, engaged." I said, "My or... bitch." At the same time that Leah looked at me and said, "No, you're my bitch." That I'm her bitch. And she's actually she's actually more correct that I'm. I have no problem in saying I'm more her bitch. That's okay. I don't I don't mind saying that. But, Good yeah. man there. Yeah, very good. I'm so glad you guys came. You you guys just got in last night from North yes. Carolina, right? Yes. Yes. God, I'm like so happy because I was like totally looking forward to having you guys. And this is um, a major treat that you guys are getting to visit. So thank you. Well, Leah, thank you, you for having me. How much you listen? I mean, yeah, I listen to. All Ricky, the do you shows, listen? do you? That, yeah, oh, thank you. I have yeah. listened I to the show, but she listens to. So I'm okay. super excited to be here today. <laughs> she listens to. I mean, literally, like, I'll be like, you know, in the in the room, and I'm like, Danielle is in our bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> For people that don't know, I can say that I've probably known you, Daniela, longer than most people. Yeah. That I know. Like, we've yeah. known each other since before you were 18, right? Yeah, no. Wow. I met you, Ricky, and I remember how I met you. Okay, I don't. Uh, you don't, right? No. Daniela has the most incredible memory. I have a terrible memory, actually. Not when it it's comes to, sorted. like, figuring out when you met someone or yeah. when it comes to fashion. You have a very good memory. Yeah, but I, I, when I really think about it, I can figure it out. But I, I thought about it, and I realized how I met you. I've known you since I was 16. I met you for the very first time <laughs> was we all used to go out at night. We'd all go clubbing and we'd be out all freaking night long, either on the Sunset Strip or at Ricky's clubs. But I met you, I think it was a, the Saturday morning rock and roll softball game at Fairfax High School. Oh, that's so funny. I think, no, it was at Hollywood High School, Hollywood High School at Hollywood High. We used to go, like, after a night of clubbing and being out all freaking night long, we would all wake up sort of kind of early for us. Three uh, o'clock. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all go down to, um, I think it was Hollywood High. It was. We'd all play, like, rock and roll softball. How fun. And all the, like, musicians would show up with makeup from the night before, hairspray from the night before, clothes from the night before, and God only knows what from the night before <laughs> um, that they dragged in. And I, Gilby introduced me to Ricky, and I'll never forget it because you were wearing a leopard fur coat, and we were going to play softball, and you were wearing this long leopard fur coat, and you had tons of smudged black eyeliner on. Your hair was all over the place, and that's how I met you, and I was like 16, 17 years old at that time. It was so bizarre when you think about it. Um, Gilby's always been like you know an athletic guy, but... I yeah. never was, and it's 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 such a complete contradiction. But I remember these games. I didn't really play because I wasn't really an athlete 
which which everybody finds so hard to believe. But <laughs> it's so bizarre that you think like, you know, because it was a knit circle, all of us. Yeah. Like all the bands that were the biggest bands from that LA scene, we were a knit circle. Yeah. And we'd have softball games yeah. in, the mo- in the afternoon in the hot heat right from the clubs. I probably had gone from the club to the softball game. Yeah. And even if you didn't play, it's just like what we what we did. And it sounds like if somebody's going to make this true movie of the 80s rock scene, they wouldn't put it in because it doesn't make sense that all the rockers would right. root for these softball games in the afternoon. But we did once in a while, and it was it was pretty funny. And yeah, it was so much fun. Like, Do you remember some of the guys that played that were in bands? Was Tracy Guns, did Tracy Guns show up? I don't remember Tracy, but I know Tammy w- right. would show up. I can't believe Zach Pacifica. wasn't a part of it because Zach is a jock. I mean, yes, Zach is right. just a jock who happens to play guitar. But, right. Um, he'd have been, he, was he and Gilby are the only two. Time. Yeah. He and Gilby are the only two musicians I know that are like full on jocks. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they love sports. Me and yeah. Zach used to play, this is way back in the day. Sega Genesis hockey. Oh yeah! I remember we used to, and he'd always be the Rangers, and he'd always be the Kings. But this yep. is like 1990. Or I Blades think. of Steel, yeah. right? Whatever. With I don't that remember game, what it was. Blades of Steel. <laughs> Barbara Ann is finally back. <laughs> yes. I hate it when you go out of town. You know that? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, I kind of love traveling, but I, I'm more homesick than I've ever been. I'm like. When are we going home? I want to go home. I'm like, oh my god, did I just say that aloud? But I, I miss I, you too. I'm I, like, I hate it. I'm always like, okay, even though like I don't see you every day. When you're out of town, it does something on my brain. That somehow, <laughs> and I'm now like, you're about to leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave on, but I'm only going to be gone for a few days. So just three days, right? Let me go um, do a little motorcycle trip. We leave on Monday. Let's be back Thursday. Going to be gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. So tell us about your trip. So Zach and I went to New York. Well, Zach was in New York before me. He did a, a festival in Virginia, yeah, uh, the Blue Ridge Festival, and then he and his security guy. So you met Phil, him there. You flew up yes. separately. I didn't he, realize that. Yeah, he went because it made no sense for him to fly all the way home, yeah. just to get back on a plane twenty four hours later. So yeah, totally. he went from Virginia to West Virginia to New York City and spent the weekend there. And then I had to move Hendrix back into college. And um, then I flew Sunday night on the red eye and met him and got there Monday. And I was in New York with him from Monday through, um, we just got home Saturday, yesterday morning. We had a really great productive trip, but oh my God, like I was talking to you during, during the trip because things are not really completely opened up in New York City. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think we're more opened up here in LA than we are in New York? Yeah. 100%. Um, And and I know, I mean, a lot of friends and family live there and Mm -hmm. a a lot of the business companies that we work with, our record label, um, our agent, everyone's in New York or on the East Coast. And I knew they were hit so hard, but it seems like they're way further, like they're still really in it. And um, so a lot of the interview, like it was not a normal, usually whenever we do a new record, whenever Zach has a new record coming out, like four months or five months beforehand, we go to Europe for a week or two. We're in New York for a week or two. Yeah, you do like do a little rounds, press tour. Right? Yeah. And, but nothing's open. Yeah. The, you know, Universal is still close, you know. People are still working from home. Yes, uh-huh. everything is, you know, via Zoom still. Yeah. There were a couple of interviews that he did that they rented out 
a really cool studio to shoot video and to, you know, have some live uh, taping because some of them are like, we don't just want you on the iPhone or on the computer screen. So that was, we actually got one day where we were actually out of the room, but literally five of the six days we were in a very small, because even a suite, which we had in New York City, in a hotel is very small. Yeah, the hotels we were in a, like closets we were, over there. Yes, we were in yeah. a very small, you know, little hotel room doing all of the Zoom interviews uh-huh. from the little sitting area with the couch. And I had to get Zach on Zoom every you know, 15 minutes or every 30 minutes. So I couldn't even go out of the room half the time. And we started at seven in the morning because we did international press from New York. Um, and we started at seven in the, in the morning and we did not finish till about six or seven each night. And wow. then we had dinners with, you know, fortunately we actually got to see some people in person yeah. and have, you know, dinners or whatever. It was you really went busy. Right after all the like New York Fashion Week yes. and Met Gala and all that. That's you got there like at right the then. tail end of it all. I mean, it was funny because over the weekend was the last weekend of Fashion Week and with all the parties and the yeah. hotel that we stayed at had the rooftop and the DJs and the whole thing. So yeah, Zach was like, like from what I was seeing, like all the footage that I was seeing from Fashion Week and from the Met Gala, it seemed like everything was swinging you know know? it's funny because I did ask one of the hosts in the hotel because we stayed at public and at the very rooftop they hosted many of the after parties Uh or they've even had some of the fashion shows there on their property in the past yeah and Zach said it was like insanity over the weekend I got there and it was like all gone and it was back to a ghost town but you had to show your proof of vaccination to get in the elevator to get you up to the rooftop. Yeah, yeah. And it was jammed up in the rooftop those nights. Yeah. But, you know, you're only seeing what the camera's filming in a small isolated yeah. spot. Yeah. And the, the one host that I spoke to, he was saying that like the fashion shows that he was invited to, everything around it was closed. You just had, you know, and you had to, it wasn't like open to the public. Yeah. You walked a carpet with like no one and you went in and it was busy inside, but nothing, you know, people were getting dropped off in their Ubers or their cars. Yeah. And that was it. It was not so strange. It, it filmed differently than it actually than it was. actually was being there. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed our best of, of the Honest AF show. We sure did. It's, yes, it's, we have. It's so cool that we have all these great guests all the time. And if you have any suggestions for us, even if you have guest recommendations or product recommendations that you want us to check out or procedures that you want us to talk about or subject matters that you want to talk about, it really helps us to give you the show that you would love if you wrote into us. And you can reach us at our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And honestafshow.com is our website. And until next time. Happy, healthy, love-filled 2022, everyone. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know. We are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. 
So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too. <laughs>